Welcome to Matter of Fat, a body positive podcast with Midwest sensibilities. Hi, I'm Kat Palavoda, a local fat feminist, shop owner, and in some thoughtful feels about us approaching the end of a decade. I'm joined by my co-host and producer, Soraya Bogani. Hi, I'm Soraya. I'm a fat, multiracial, Minneapolitan millennial who's ready for the Roaring Twenties Part Two. <laughs> On Matter of Fat, we're here to talk about the cultural politics of fat bodies in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the greater Midwest. And this specific episode marks the end of season two. Wow, it's hard to believe this season is over. I mean, it is longer than last year, last season. We've just been kind of plugging along with such a good routine. It all went by so fast. The fastest. So in the spirit of reflection on 2019, the year and matter of fat season, we have something a little different planned for this episode. We'll tell you all about it after the the fat fat dish. It's time for the Fat Dish, where we share or dish about what's going on in our community and personally. It's more of a side dish or like maybe even a snack. Ooh, or maybe this Fat Dish is actually a pupusa because (laughs) of the event we want to remind you about. It's our season two finale celebration on Sunday, December 1st from 3 to 6 at Ladonia. (laughs) <laughs> what a good segue, my dude. Okay, you're you don't. No, actually. I mean it. I mean, I didn't expect it, but it works. And like Kat mentioned, there will be pupusas because Ketal Street Eats food truck will be there on Sunday afternoon. Yum! Um, come through and celebrate the season with us. It will be very low key, but high key cute because we'll be there. Yes, it'll be so much fun. So this is a really short fat dish because we're skipping our personal updates this week, so we can get into the main event. Soraya, are you ready? I was born ready, baby. Let's do it. Yes! Matter of fact. Ooh, it has been such a great year. And an amazing season. We've had so much fun creating season two for you. We've grown so much over the last two years and have loved talking with fabulous people, uplifting organizations we care about, and creating content that we're proud of, and honestly just kicking it with you all. Yeah. For our final episode of season two, we're going to spend some time chatting about the best ofs of the year. So best ofs like personally, together, and here on the pod. Let's start with the pod. Okay, honestly, I think all of our interviews were the best. Let's run through everyone who was kind enough to be part of the podcast this year. And I think maybe just we need to go chronologically, right? I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Okay, so episode one was actually just us. We were back and we were talking all about it. And then we had Diva Rose and Blaze Bordeaux. And that was amazing to start the season off with two wonderful artists and performers to just really set the tone. Yeah. Uh, our third episode was with Nancy Elion. Nancy talked about her food truck, Ketal, which we obviously love. And one of my favorite parts uh, of her interview was like she shared about um, her positive relationship with food that was really instilled in her by her mom. Mm-hmm. Then we got to talk with Sean McPherson, a.k.a. Twinkie Jiggles. He was so vulnerable about confronting roots of fat phobia within ourselves and talking about that. And also, it was just really lovely to talk with such a well-known Twin Cities personality and musician and get his perspective on how to balance that all. Yeah. Episode five was us again with a QA. and a You know, that was so fun. Uh, we really liked all of your questions. And, you know, I think we might have to do that a little more often in season three. Ooh, she's teasing, folks. She's teasing. <laughs> all right. Episode six had Aaron Sandsmark, who's an amazing artist. And it was just a lovely conversation about her process, how she got into engaging with beautiful bodies in the way she does. And uh, if you haven't started following her, please go look at her work. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Episode seven was with Amy Siegel, who's so much fun. She has so many good stories. And I always love especially hearing about like the mall, um, her former career, um, and as well as like her other adventures, because there's lots of them. Definitely. And then that leads us to episode eight with Angela Callis. And it was really interesting and insightful to pull back the curtain on therapy and what finding the right fit might look like for you. I loved learning about different modalities and how much fun Angela brings to her practice. Episode nine was Patrice Anthony. I feel like our convo with Patrice was one of like the most chill and the most familiar. Yeah. It was just really fun to chat and laugh and get to know her better. And I mean, honestly, like that's one of the best parts about all of this. We really get to learn a lot more about people that we admire. Exactly. Speaking of which, we had episode 10 with Emily Saltzman. 
Uh, Emily is just so thoughtful, and she invited us into understanding community building outside of the Twin Cities with a Minnesota perspective and so much more. Ah, what a chill experience. So good. Um, uh, Episode 11 was with Ryan Craning. Ryan blew my mind with his convo on universal design, the idea of like designing with for the needs of the most marginalized in mind, like in an effort to make things work for everyone, especially in terms of events. I'm still thinking about it. Here, here. Uh, we had a mini episode yes. with the Rad Fat Adventure Camp, and that was, I like a lifelong memory. To be quite honest, honestly, our first like live recorded experience, and for me, it was amazing to meet people, but also invite people into this creative endeavor yeah. that we've undertaken. So amazing. Uh, then we had another mini-sode. We did my little business cues, answers, and I just really loved getting to chat about this. I was so honored that folks are interested in learning more about my business and how I get shit done. A little behind the scenes for y'all. Mm. We titled that episode the business bitch episode for a very long time. <laughs> for a very long time uh-huh. before we found a more, <laughs> I guess, normal name. Yeah. <laughs> An easier one to yeah. put out there. Um, okay, after that, we had another mini-sode. We really just like knocked it out with yeah. some mini-episodes. October was all uh, about the mini-sode. Mini-sode. Okay, so we <laughs> had the Work It Festival. And again, it was us, but I just can't get over the fact that we made a goal to attend a very rad event with rad people and learn all about the podcast industry in a way that I never saw for myself uh, until like a oh, year ago. I love this all so much. Yeah. 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 So good. Uh, episode 12 was with Sonali Rashatwar. Uh, like you heard in our interview, they like blew our minds a little bit Straight in the gone. workshop. Yeah. So it was really cool that we were able to like name specific pieces of information that we were really like thinking about and then they could uh sort of repeat that for y'all so you could benefit from that too yeah and then honestly this is the last episode oh it's the now we're here we're here irl too soon to call it i think it's gonna be good i think it'll be good too yeah you'll have to be the judge just keep listening What about our Dirt and Discourse this season? This year we dove into the excitement and discomfort around lots of relevant pop and cultural happenings. From discussing Shrill, which took the fat community, and I mean culture at large, by storm, to thinking about who is and isn't fat, to critiquing the Kerbo app, we've covered a lot of ground. So much ground. And if you don't remember all of it, here's like a little sneak Ooh, Take peek. us through it. Take us Other through it. Other than what Kat just mentioned, we talked about Fat Merkamp. Rainbow capitalism, uh, how you can wear whatever you want, whenever you want. Uh, we talked about like who gets to call themselves fat, who yeah. doesn't. Uh, diet bars found their way into Forever 21 packages, yeah. but now Forever 21's gone. So well, rip. not yet, but well, on their okay. way. <laughs> um, we talked about like how sneaky fat phobia can be, mm-hmm. uh, how the word spirit an- or the term spirit animal and other words are easy to remove, especially when you become aware of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Corden's response to Bill Maher. And then most recently, we talked about the uh, documentary and film Perfect. 14. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Soraya, what were your faves? Like, what do you think the best have been this season during our Dirt and Discourse? What was, like, the juiciest and the best? Oh, you set that up so well, and damn. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't pick one. I think the sneakiness of fat phobia makes a lot of sense because uh-huh. it's very insidious. Uh-huh. Capitalism as a construct, too. Which shows up in, like, a lot of these things. A hundred percent. It feeds into all of these, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, my favorite part about the dirt and discourse is that even though we're being critical about what's out there, I still feel positive. You know, when it can feel so absolutely helpless to think about all these messes that still require discourse and feel so dirty, the fact that we can talk about it and piece it out together is just like the best to me. Um, to have this space yeah. is really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um so, yeah, I think that's my favorite, that uh-huh. even though these have to be talked about, we have an opportunity to talk about yeah. them. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of the Jordan Discourse? Uh-huh. What's okay. the juiciest mm-hmm. for you? Okay, so I won't pick one either then, but I will <laughs> say, <laughs> I actually, I don't think I have one. Yeah. Um, but I think my favorite things about Dirt and Discourse generally throughout the season, it's like, I feel like it. we have a little bit of license, or I have maybe give myself a little more license to just like be straight up sassy, and like no, I think things are wrong, and I am excited to talk about them, and I won't mince my words, um, and that feels good to me. Mm-hmm. Not that I have a shortage of that in other parts of my life, it's like, but I do think 
when we're talking through the interviews and doing other things, I'm a little more diplomatic. But I feel mm-hmm. like while I am still, you know, a little diplomatic, I think I let myself be a little more bold in the Dirt and Discourse. And sometimes, real talk, like, I might be a little nervous about some of the topics we cover. And For we think real. about, like, is this something we should be discussing? Is it something we should be approaching? Um, are, are we, we doing thoughtful are, yes. enough mm-hmm. about Are we doing good service? Yeah, yes. like, is it a disservice to talk about this? Or would it be a disservice to not talk about this, you know? Mm. Um, and something I also wanted to mention is I like how we don't always agree in the Dirt and Discourse. That's and I true. think we, we do, like... I think it's cool for people to see that we don't always agree on things. And I think when that happens, like we still come out in a positive place too, you know? Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I will say something. Yeah. I feel like you've done something a lot less this season. What? Than you did first season. What? Just like demanding people to do better. <laughs> That's true. So I like, feel like season one at the end of every Dirt and Discourse was me. Do better. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, do better. Everyone. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I guess we haven't had to, I don't know, that hasn't maybe been the focus as much, but I still, I guess maybe we should take this moment to say, hi world, I want y'all to do better and I want us to do better. Yeah. 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 Okay, now let's have some more fun and think of best ofs that we've experienced together. So like related to the pod and maybe a little bit outside of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, best place we had a planning meeting. Okay. So, y'all, we, like, mostly meet for dinner to plan. Well, often meet for dinner to plan. But we don't do that as much anymore because we're way more efficient now. Oh, that's true. We did it a lot more toward the beginning of the year. I will say we talked about our retreat for uh-huh. this season, and that yeah. was really, really fun. We went to the conservatory mm-hmm. uh, in Como Zoo. And that was amazing. Got yeah. to say hi to my little sloth friend. You don't get to do that <laughs> on many work meetings. Um, we also go to Manello. Oh, yeah. For a little pasta we dinner. We got to go like for like an end of the season togetherness meal. Yes. So that's fun. The olives. What's the place with the olives? Nightingale. Okay. I don't even like olives, y'all, but I like these olives. It was like lavender infused olives. I know it sounds bad, but it's so good. They're really good. And this is for me, an ol- someone who doesn't enjoy olives. I and really like them. Even though the patio sometimes smells like fish for unknown reasons. Oh yeah, that happened still, one time. It's still worth it. Um, Wait, there was something else I wanted to say. Turtle bread? Yeah, turtle bread with the soup. But you were mentioning something before. It made me think Hamlin for the conservatory. Oh, the co- yeah. Oh, oh, you said retreat. And I just wanted remember last like season finale. I couldn't shut up about this retreat. Yeah. Like, We're going on a retreat and it's going to happen. It's going to be great. Um, so I'm speaking that into existence again. We're going to do a retreat this time again in our time off. And hopefully it'll be even bigger and better than our than our conservatory. Pretty afternoon. and profesh. Pretty and profesh. Bigger and better, baby. Oh, I love it. OK, so. Piney meetings, we've been all around. Yeah. We've been, I mean, actually, no, you know what? I have a final definitive answer. Tell them. My favorite planning meeting yeah. was in LA yeah. in our hotel room. Oh. We had a, like a little charcuterie board that we got from the grocery store mm-hmm. and we were like dreaming and scheming. We were on of fire with ideas. Do. On mm-hmm. fire with ideas. That I was agree. my favorite. Yep. 100%. That's the best we one. Hot Cheetos. Dipped in hummus. <laughs> Dipped in hummus. <laughs> Grapes out of a shot glass. Yep. <laughs> it was classy <laughs> AF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What about the best moment in the studio? Okay, well, one of my moments in the studio that was really, like, that's most memorable, yeah. you weren't here. It was <laughs> it was when I <laughs> was, like, ju- I had been here doing something. I left, and someone's like, there's a bat. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so I, I'm quite afraid of bats. And so I, like, put my scarf over my head and, like, ran. And I saw it, like, in the hallways of the studio. I've never seen a bat, and I've been here so much, too. It was wild. And I have, you know how I do my, like, my my one second every day yeah. is for the month. Well, there's one, and all it says is, there's a bat in the studio. <laughs> like, just fit into one second. <laughs> that, like, really encapsulates my feeling. So that was one of my most memorable. I don't know okay. if it's the best, but. <laughs> I have a memorable memory, too, oh, no? that you're not here. So I was in the studio late one night editing. I think it was on a Monday. And, the like, the studio is a buzz on Monday nights. Who oh. knows? It's, like, very busy. I'm never here, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was in the smaller editing bay. And I kept trying to, like, adjust this one section. Cat is so great oh, and, no. like, emphatic. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it comes out in ways that are pornographic. Okay. Um, so like, oh, right? 
And that's a bad representation. Like, that's <laughs> no, not it's honestly not that far from. Right. Um, my exclamations are just sometimes a little. And they're not. They're just like mm-hmm. showing admiration for whatever somebody's talking about. Mm-hmm. So I kept listening to that over and over trying to edit as around you do it. when you edit yeah. yeah and then I realized that the door was like slightly ajar and that this dude had kept walking by and I'm pretty sure he thought I was watching porn oh or something oh my god oh my god and it wasn't it was completely uh, <laughs> it was just so innocent and we were probably talking about something silly mm-hmm. um I but just pop out with weird sounds sometimes you can't control it's what we love about you well well thank you yeah. um that, <laughs> that is quite things. a moment um but okay but we should okay, talk but about like something. real like best moments yeah um is it just like with all I, it's our interviews are so great mm-hmm. it's fun to be here with people they're all different you know but they're lovely they're all different but i will say that everybody comes game like nobody's yeah. been recalcitrant or um like timid and mm-hmm. everybody's been so open even if they've said like i'm a little nervous like when we get to talking they're just like so vulnerable and just like willing to share from their experience in ways that is just really beautiful and there's a cool power in the creativity that stems from that Mm -hmm. like i just think of those moments in the studio when we were talking with people and it just felt like a bubble yeah like time and space all stood still Mm -hmm. while i got to hear about somebody's story and resonate with that on such a basic level and i hope and pray some of that translates into yeah. the podcast. I know it does. I know it does. Yeah. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't share, like, another best of, like, here in the studio, which is just, like, how much we giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like, beyond what you hear. We just, like... <laughs> we have a good time. We have a really good time. I don't think this podcast would have kept going if we didn't enjoy no. it. No. And, I mean, you have to remember, we're here primarily after 9 p.m. Like... Most, I well, I guess maybe on Sundays it's earlier, but like when the bats are around. when the ba- when the bats are out. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think sometimes, like I don't know, we aren't afraid to like take a break, like watch a silly YouTube video, do something silly to kind of like hype ourselves up, and or just to like make this more fun. I don't know. We just have a good way about knowing what we need. You know? Yeah, it's tangential and yet productive. Yeah. So that's really fun too. Yeah. We I just, hope this is interesting for you, but we just have fun. We imbue that into everything. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to pivot. We're going to get back okay. to productivity. Best of, yep. Best listener interaction. Well, I think I be- we haven't discussed this, but I bet you would agree that it felt really good to be at Rad Fat Adventure Camp. Yeah. Like that was just an incredible interaction with the, with the group, you know, mm-hmm. individually with people, but then as a whole, that was really awesome. And then I have another one. Yeah. But it's not when we're together. Um, you, you set this up saying together. I know. I really, no, go for it. I love it. <laughs> I, it's just always um, like still comes as a surprise and just like such a welcome surprise at the shop when people mention that they listen to the pod or like, are like, oh, hey, I know about this because I found out about it on the podcast. Like when someone told me that they were going to Rad Fat Adventure Camp because yes. they heard about it on our podcast, I was just like <gasps> elated. Like that is what we're here for, you know? Yeah. And that just makes me so, 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 so happy. Okay. Even though I was wasn't there I'm having the same experience Ooh. when my co-workers told me that they listen when like friends are listening yeah and they bring it up when my family listens and they yeah. bring up a topic to me I just I can't even fathom to me podcasts are so personal mm-hmm. this is a part of your day that you're deciding to plug in and listen to and give it credit and time and service and honor to it the fact that you choose to listen to us means the world and then to talk yeah. with us about it oh my gosh oh my heart oh. melts yeah okay. same 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 yeah so do every have... listener interaction so every... I guess. <laughs> yeah well we're just yeah <laughs> we're not we're not uh-huh. maybe good at picking the, the very best but there's just so many good things we're doing our best yeah Ooh. <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> okay um do you have one for this next one so the next one we were going to talk about is best outtake, uh-huh. and they're not outtakes, but if you've listened to the end of the episode, those are fun. You'll notice that we'll usually do something goofy at the end and mm-hmm. have music kind of build over it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cute. I do too. I, and actually, that started because we did it like as an accident one time, and it was just so fun that now sometimes it's just like, well, let's see what we can what we can share in this moment. Was it an accident? The first time it was a hundred percent an accident. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it happened in season one. I am sure. I think I liked it and I just left it in there. I think I just like talked too quick at the end. I didn't, you know what I mean? I said something and then you faded it out with the music. I was like, oh, 
oh, this is cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So outtakes, check. We did a mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. great job with that mm-hmm. one. Um, what else? Hmm. What's like our best adventure this year together? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is very cheesy and sounds very like life's a journey. Um, but like this whole project has just been an adventure, you know? Yeah. A really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, okay, another adventure though is the Friends and Fans Facebook group. Oh, shit. Yes. Which that like, is, yes. I'm going to be very honest. I do not do my, I, I'm so bad. It's not really. If I can't, what's your Twitter bio? What's your Twitter bio? Certified bad at social media, and that is certified by whom? Not sure, but I'll co-sign that. I have a diploma. (laughs) Don't worry, it's accredited (laughs) by the Higher Learning Commission. It's fine. No, I just don't go on there enough. But like, anytime somebody engages there, I'm just like, yes, you're a real. It's really fun. It's great. So I think that's a fun adventure that I need to challenge myself more with. That's a really great thing to bring up. Yeah. Oh, it's stuff. just all a grand adventure. Oh, my God. We gotta cut <laughs> this segment is done. Okay. Next. <laughs> On to the next. Okay. And finally, let's get into some personal best ofs for 2019. We've both been up to so much this year, so we got stuff to share. Exactly. Okay. So this is a hard one for me because I don't remember and I don't take selfies like other people in the world too but cat what is one of the best things you wore this year i have two answers and they're both like kind of groups of things so sorry i'm breaking the rules already number one universal standard basics yes i'm obsessed you saw how much i wore those tube tops all summer long to death oh my gosh and now i'm really into their other foundation garments um there that sounds foundation garment sounds like a girdle no <laughs> she <laughs> loves <laughs> whalebone folks <laughs> it's a long sleeve tee um it's part of their foundation like line um i have it's they're just like made from this like beautiful like soft ribbed material um and i have like a turtleneck and a long sleeve t-shirt and a short sleeve t-shirt i'm just obsessed so that's like the best thing i've wore all year and then I also want to say my Zenny glasses. Mm-hmm. I went six years wearing the same frames, and now I'm, like, really mixing it up, and I have these big frames, and I'm really into them. Um, so that's another, like, best thing that I've wore this year. I love it. Honestly, Universal Standard sponsor us because I'm oh, here to shit. say that I finally – Spent money on jeans for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. They were Universal Standard ones when they did the sample sale for yeah. Planned Parenthood. And they're the best freaking jeans I've ever worn for all the secret Universal Standard <laughs> brand people who are, who are listening. listening to our podcast right now. <laughs> I just feel like it's good quality. The looks are very sleek and cool cut, like very good basics. Yeah. And I don't spend full price on anything if I don't have to. Same. Um, so I, I make conditional admissions to that yeah is that your best stuff or what are your best things so it's that mm-hmm. i think okay for me it's not so much of one outfit as it is of like forming a style ah, a sense of style yeah i think within the last two years it's really gelled i have way more pieces that i can work with i'm trying different things i definitely still gravitate towards similar items but i'm gonna i'm gonna call it here like tm 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 it's the mm-hmm. cake effect so yeah and so I think there is something to be said about having access to a place where I can go try stuff on seasonally change things out Mm -hmm. not be so um, scared to lose options Mm -hmm. and then also to try things that I wouldn't try normally Mm -hmm. so yeah my closet's popping. I have more clothes than I've ever had in my whole life. Oh, right I now. love that. Yeah. In a way that feels good. In a way you that get feels to, like, good. Kind of explore style. Explore style, f- figure out what feels good for me, and then with the money that I've saved from that, put that towards pieces that are going to last really mm-hmm. long and that I care about where they come from. Yeah. Because, like, I bulk at the price takes for Universal Standard. It is expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, I want a turtleneck, but I do not want to pay for that turtleneck. I know. So You're going to love it, though. If anybody has it. a Universal Standard <laughs> turtleneck that they want to bring to cake, please do it quickly. Okay, I'm going to take it first, Post though. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> Just give it directly to Soraya because that's not hitting the floor. Yeah. JK, maybe it would. I don't no, know. No, no, no. In any case, uh... Yeah, I just, I like where my style's at now. I love it. Well, you, I feel like consistently this year, you've had just like really good outfits. Thank you. Yeah. You've been dressing. Trying. Trying, trying. Okay, we ready for the next one? Let's do it. Soraya, what's the best thing you ate this year? Okay. 
2019 is the year of croissants. <laughs> Kat didn't know that was happening. <laughs> no, I did not know that was happening. Also, I'm sorry. I'm like so even... slightly. I feel like my laugh is like very like you can hear the phlegm in my body. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone, but that was really cute. It's <laughs> not even how you say it. It's like the smorgasbord or however Kat was describing for so long. Um, it was the year of croissants for me. Okay, so let me lay it out for you. A good gold standard croissant comes from the Bachelor Farmer Cafe. You want a croissant in the Twin Cities? That's the place to go. Yeah? Bar none. Yep, that's the place. Second, when we went to L.A., I went to Conby. Oh, bon yeah. Bon Appetit's number one uh, new restaurant mm-hmm. for 2019. Mm-hmm. Amazing chocolate mm-hmm. croissant. Only 36. We got two of them. And then when I went to New York, I went to Supermoon Bakehouse. Oh. Not to be confused with Supermoon Buffet. Which is my spot. You know what? It used to be a Fuddruckers and I can't get over it. Okay? The sign is not different enough. All right? So, very different. Supermoon Bakehouse, amazing croissants. That's awesome. What's your favorite thing that you've eaten this year? I have eaten this year and every year, like, so many good things. Um, So, I'm I'm just going to pick something that I've had recently that's awesome. I first tried this in LA, and then I this week I like recreated it for myself. So, when we were in LA, I know exactly what you're yeah, you saw my Instagram story. When we were in LA, I went to a ramen restaurant, and then like they had for dessert, you could pick different like ice cream mochi, and they had like different like dipping sauces or things to put. So you got to like pick your mochi flavors and then pick like your dips or whatever. And one of the dips, it's not really a dip, was tahine, the like um, chili lime spice. Spice is that the right word? I don't know. Um, and I tried a mango ice cream mochi with tahine. Oh, my God. It is a dynamite combo. It's so good. Well, that also makes sense because last season, last year when we went to the state fair, we got the mango natto shank yeah. ice, which yeah. is basically the same Basically com- the same thing. You yeah. like cold mango and tahine. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the best things I've eaten this year. Good. Okay, next question. What have been some of your favorite products or what was the favorite a favorite product you used this year? That's hard. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I got into sunscreen super hard this year. Yeah. I talked about it before. Super goop. Super goop. You I tag love... me in every contest I ever have You're on my Instagram. giveaway person. <laughs> if y'all I'm don't a... have a giveaway I'm person great. on Instagram, like you need to have that consensual <laughs> relationship set up mm-hmm. so that somebody knows that they're just going to be tagged. Yep. It's just the way it goes. And then if you're a good giveaway partner, you go in there and you comment. Oh, cool. Kat, oh, great. That to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to like give a little more action to your like conversation. It's like can't crumpling hurt. the paper before you put it into the box in a certain way. So I, like I think that is so astute i agree mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. that's it that's yeah. it that's the move um and i yeah cat have you ever won anything on one of those giveaways mm, not that i can recall i want to won from eloquy. yeah I, I i think about that often really yeah because it can happen i it's know it's not an urban well, myth i think about that every time you tag me in something i was like this girl is <laughs> out here to win and she's going to because she has before i have my limits though because i'm bad at social media like i'm not posting this to stories mm-hmm. i'm not going beyond what it takes <laughs> to just tag somebody yeah yeah okay um so yeah super group sunscreen i'm into it we should all be into our skin health and mm-hmm. like saving our skin from the harmful uv rays especially since we're not doing anything to stop those uv rays from becoming stronger and stronger right uh yeah that's my that's my little plug what about you i while i wrote this question i don't have a thing you don't have i can't got one into products but though. i have like that's kind of what i wanted to share i guess is that like I, um, and I still am like this in some ways, but uh, historically I've been the kind of person who's not interested in like trying out products. Like I just want the best thing. I want to buy that thing. I want that thing to work like related to like makeup and skincare and things like that. But this year I think due in large part to my FabFitFun box. I promise this is not sponsored. Yeah, Um, I will not take sponsorship from them. You wouldn't? Nah, I'm values w- aligning. I'm still dubious. Oh, I'm very dubious. And yeah. I tell them as much often. So which is maybe why like, I've been open better. to it. <laughs> so um, I have just become a little more, in, I don't know, interested in products. And I think maybe I, f- I feel like the things they suggest to me, like they, I don't, I don't know how this happens, but it's like stuff that I actually want to use. Data mining. Yeah. So, no, I mean, kidding. they're mining everything. And I honestly, to my it's benefit, out. Um, it's working out great. And uh, so there's like uh, a few different brands that I like started to like 
care about or like, oh, I got this from this brand. Maybe I can get another thing from them. Um, so yeah, just generally I've been a little more into like health and beauty products this year in a way that feels good and not weird. That's good. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, so kind of along the same lines, Mm -hmm. this one is too big for me. This is too big to encompass all the things that I've consumed this Mm -hmm. year, but what are some of the best media that you've consumed? Okay. I think we should think about categories here, huh? Okay. Um, I, I can, I tell you my, my best of books. Would that be, can we start with books? Yeah, because I'm drawing a big old blank on this. So okay. That would be really good. I have three. Um, and they're all from different genres. And they're all, I consume them all in audiobook form naturally. Uh-huh. Okay. Book one is a book I listened to very recently, but I still think it, it deserves a place here in 2019. It's Lindy West, The Witches Are Coming. That's we, the only one I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, well, we both listened yeah. to it. It's fantastic. So good. That's on my list. Another book, there's like a couple that are written. I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, but I've talked to you a lot about this, Soraya. Yes. There's this woman named Denise Duffield Thomas. She's from Australia. She has these books called Lucky Bitch, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, and Chillpreneur. <laughs> Each title better than the, <laughs> the one before it. But when I tell you these have been my favorite books to like help me interrogate my thoughts around money, they are, they've been just really helpful to me. Um, and I don't think she's like marketing to me cause I'm really turned off by like the title, the covers. But when I, I listen to these books and she reads them and she has this like Australian accent, which just is, a, and she's more like informal and, um, I don't know, fun when she's reading the books. I just, I've gotten so much from them. So I guess that would, that's my it's three books, but that those, I guess if you were going to pick one, I would just do get, get rich, rich, lucky, lucky bitch. bitch. Yeah. I honestly yeah. don't know anything about them. I mean, Kat's told me, she's but I just talk like about the them title. all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just look at her and say, get rich, lucky bitch. Sometimes I'm talking to my life, my life coach, Shannon. And I'm like, well, like Denise says, blah, 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 blah. Kat and Denise are best friends. <laughs> well, I feel like we are. <laughs> um, and then the third one I would mention is. The book that was my gateway into the contemporary romance genre. Chicklet. <laughs> um, which would be Jasmine Guillory's The Wedding Date. Yeah. Which I wholeheartedly recommend. Any of you who are like, Kat, what the fuck are you reading? What is this contemporary romance? I would recommend you try The Wedding Date as like a way into it. Soraya could not let go and let Guillory in the ways that I could. I came up with let go and let Guillory. TM. It's really, I think it's I just need to hilarious say that and I, genius. I agree that I couldn't, and I still coined that phrase. I know. You really did. I tried it mm-hmm. as an, an, a gateway. It just, for me, the reality isn't there, and I, I can't. I'm, I'm a Capricorn, baby. Like, yeah, I can't. I know. That's not it. And I think I'm just learning to let go a little bit, and I'm just really, like, reveling in that. That's so interesting. Though. Okay, so my mom finished Where the Crawdads Sing, uh-huh. which is like sweeping the nation by storm. It's like I a very know. popular, it's on a lot of book lists. Is it a Reese Witherspoon book or something? She might have endorsed it. Okay. It's it's beautiful. It's very yeah. sad. It's beautiful. I read it, um, but like as my mom handed it to me after I asked to borrow, she's like, I don't think you're going to like it. And I said, why is that? Mm-hmm. She's like, it's a love story. I was like, oh, my God. Read me to Phil. Like, rude. I love love. I love love. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't love Jasmine Guillory's love. Yeah. That's okay. But that's okay. I do. It is a good inter- – it is fun. It's just fun. Yeah. It's a good fun time. Um, besides, do you have any books that you that were your best for this year besides um, – Where the Crawdads Sing? Yeah. <laughs> is that one of your best books? It was good. Yeah? It was good. The thing is, since I'm in school, I don't dedicate yeah. a lot of time to fun reading. That makes perfect sense. Uh, I'm excited for that to start up again. I have mm-hmm. so many books to read. Mm-hmm. So many books that I've started um, uh. and then just are languishing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's more to come. Have gotten more into audiobooks, though. Oh, and could it have been my influence? Oh, it's 100% your influence. <laughs> when you spend this much time with you, you can't not, <laughs> can't not be interested. Um, one of my favorite books this year is actually a cookbook, Indianish, by... Priya Krishna. And it's been so much fun to dive into Indian cooking. I mean, like my dad cooks all the time, but in a way that I haven't been able to get connected. And the mm-hmm. thing is, he borrowed it for a little bit. Oh. He's like, oh, they talk about spices really well in this. I'm like, oh. yes. Okay. Certified. Great. So that's been a good book to dive into. Cool. Mm-hmm. I never thought about cookbooks at the library, but that's awesome. Yeah. I just, there's one waiting for me at the Ridgedale Library. Oh, cool. So, yeah. 
Okay, are we? Can we do like TV? Like Netflix, There's so Hulu. much TV. I watched. I, I like how he said that. I can't read because I am in school, and yet I've watched so yeah. much TV. Okay, one thing that I'll say. Th- three. I will say three shows. Okay. They're not even all the best ones. They're just the ones that came to mind. Okay. Go for it. Pen 15. We talked at we length about to. that this year because it came out during when all of, we were doing all the interviews. So yeah, it came up it came a out bunch. in February. Yeah. And from the jump, I was there. I stand it so hard. Yeah. Okay. You, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Second one. Atlanta. Yeah. I just love that show. I love it. I think they're innovative. I think they're interesting. It's always something new, something really beautiful. Um, yeah, and there's like a magical realism that enters in that world that mm-hmm. you don't see with a lot of like North American shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Succession, because it was so whack. Yeah. It was so messed up, but you got into it. Mm-hmm. You got into it. You got into the minds of these people, and then you didn't. It was just uh, riveting. Okay, so that's my three. Like, I'll listen to this later. I'm like, what are you talking about, yeah. Sarah? There's so many other better things that you've seen, too. It's so hard because it's been a whole year and we've watched so many things this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Uh, I feel like I need to mention Jane the Virgin because it ended this year. I felt like that was like a big part of, I don't know, my life. Um, not my life, but something I enjoyed watching and keeping up with. Mm-hmm. Um, this shrill. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, shrill probably I'm wins. So sorry. Probably shrill just is the best, right? Yeah, shrill. It's shrill, hands down. Yep, it's shrill. Yeah. Okay, you can stop talking. No, I'm just but, kidding. <laughs> no, I there are other really things. have more. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll mention two others. Well, okay, I will mention like two others. One, I don't know if it's the best of the whole year, but it's very top of mind. I finally finished Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. Actually. Oh, no. And that makes me think of another one. So that, I really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed... Um, but T.I. is trash, though, Oh, yeah? T.I. is trash. Okay. He is trash. I also um, saw it. And also, the dynamic of the judges, I think, is incredible. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure you've already caught the update on my social media. Did you hear that we... little exhale of breath? <laughs> like, we're on our way, folks. Get um, ready. Can we just talk about how in episode eight, when D Smoke and Miguel have their collab, I just, nothing has been sexier on Netflix all year, really, in my opinion. Um, really encourage you to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I, I do often. Um, uh, oh, it, I, but then I was thinking about another reality one on Netflix, but now I can't think of the name, the style one, the Hollywood, styling Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Um, and I guess I just need to shout out my my fall asleep show for the entire year of 2019, which has been Frasier. So the look Soraya is giving me right now. Apparently, I forgot about Frasier. I love. And I even I bought love, you a shirt. I love that shirt. Frasier. That was like the perfect summer colors. I cropped it. My God, I love that shirt. Wow. Yeah, it's just you haven't talked about it in a long time. I thought you like fell out of love I, I still watch it every night to fall asleep. Wow. I think it's just that like I was kind of re-watching it like. I had watched maybe The Office for like a year to fall asleep and now I'm on to Frasier. And so it was like funny again. But now I've like and it's still funny to me, but I've watched the episode so much, you know, that's so bizarre. OK, so for me, Kelsey Grammer is the voice of Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons, because when oh. I grew up, that's what I would see before yeah. I would ever see Frasier. Yeah. And so I can't separate the two. That makes sense. And so me thinking of you falling asleep to Sideshow Bob is just <laughs> Perfect. I've actually never, I don't watch The Simpsons. I've never got into it. So it I don't have that internal conflict. Growing up, um, not, it was frowned upon by my mom. Mm-hmm. But my dad liked it. Okay. So we could watch it and bond over that. That's sweet. And also, I feel like I've said this on the show before, it has the highest, um, like the most amount of different words, like the highest vocabulary of any show out there. Just think of that, Wordle. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to keep this or not, but <laughs> earlier I mentioned Wordle and Cat has gone crazy. Well, She's I think like I thought of it, but I couldn't think of it. the name of it and you got, gave me the name. And now I just like, I forgot they existed for the last 12 years and I want to make Wordles of everything. She wants a Wordle of everything. Once we transcribe the episodes, we can make Wordles for each episode. How cool would that be? No. Not cool. Negative cool points. My God. I'm, yeah, sorry. That we really got off on that tonight. uh, Or got off on that tangent tonight, rather. That's not a 2019 thing, so we can't talk about it right now. Any other media for 2019? Any other media. There's so much media. 
so much. Um, okay, uh, let's let's do quick hitters podcast. Okay, you you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, uh, the dream. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. So good, so good. Uh, and that's, I mean, the adventure zone. I love it. Oh, you Nerdy love that. boys doing role playing that are really funny. Great. They have a new round of story that happened this year. Uh huh. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Cool. For 2019. 2019. I guess. Uh, I don't know. The podcasts I've been listening to have been in existence already. Oh, but I will say, I really felt connected to that Gimlet uh, podcast startup, and they had their final season just a couple months ago, and that really felt like something to me. So that's probably what I'll say. Okay, good one. What about movies? Booksmart, obviously. obviously. I think we both think Booksmart. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't talk about it until this point. I know. I mean, Booksmart was just fantastic. My friend actually today, so mm-hmm. when we posted, so today is the day that we posted episode 12 and um, the pictures of us in the super fit hero fit oh, yeah. came out and my friends in a group chat sent me a gif from Booksmart that was saying, who allowed you to be this oh my perfect? God. And this my heart perfect. broke. This is, that is so like beautiful. everything you want in yes. your whole life. That oh my God. Great. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. The soundtrack from that was like one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like I saw a lot of movies this year. I like went to the theater more this year, always by myself, which is my fave, except for Booksmart with you. Right. Um, these two are like silly, but I feel like still stuck with me. Uh, I liked the one with Taraji in it, the Think Like a Man one a lot. And then I really liked the one with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. The man with the hair. <laughs> I couldn't think of him before. I was like, the guy with the hair, you know. Um, the long shot, that's what it was called, I think. I just really, I don't know why that movie really did it for me. I was, It was, you know, it was before I was reading the contemporary romance books. Too. I think I just love, I love a chick flick with a powerful woman, you know. Yeah. I can identify with her and I like it. <laughs> there are so many other movies that I can't even think yeah. of right now. It's been a long year. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one? Music? Oh, you go music. I don't know if I have. I just I discovered. Well, I started using Spotify this year and I really liked it. But that's pretty much all I got to say. I am proud of Kat for leveling up from Pandora to Spotify. I still use Pandora, but I I use Spotify much more. And also, I shouldn't be casting any stones because I'm out here using Tidal. Right. You can't point that finger, though, baby. You just started using Spotify. (laughs) So come come at me. I had Spotify (laughs) before Tidal. I made a choice. (laughs) Okay. When they gave me free floor Rihanna's tickets, you just. Yeah, you have brand loyalty loyalty for sure. Jay-Z, you got me. Um, I don't know. Music. There was so much good music this year. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. So I'm not going to. Okay. You'll never know <laughs> because I didn't do a good job of curating my 2019 playlist like I wanted to. Um, but I think that we have to agree that the best song don't, of 2019 and all of its multiple Just iterations please stop, please. is Old don't. Town Road God. by Lil Nas X. Help. We have spent so much time laughing at this song the whole year. And there was a time when it was really on the radio that almost every time I came to or from the studio, it would play. And there was one time we walked outside, we got in our cars, and it was on. And we rolled our windows down, and we listened to Lil Nas X, and it was a moment. I hate this so much because we're talking (laughs) about Lil Nas X so much when we didn't even mention Lizzo and the fact that she was nominated for eight Grammy Awards. So she wins. Of course she wins. Yeah. Lil X is not qual. It's just the inside joke of it all. I mean, sure. But like, let's leave off Mason Ramsey. <laughs> you can't because he was prior to Lil Nas X, yodeling boy in the Walmart. And now he's on a remix of Old Town Road. Yep. Like. Yeah. I'm not saying the it's the best. Dues. I'm just saying. Like, it's, let's give the queen yeah, her due. Lizzo her wins. Lizzo. Lizzo wins all of it. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Like always. Okay. Media. Done. I think that's it, right? That's all. Awesome. We've gone for so long. We've really went in on it. And which is predictable based on what we talk about every week. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what's the best change you've made this year. Ooh. Okay. I don't know how... I don't know if I can explain this like in a succinct way, but you have to historically, I would not have called myself a chill person, you know, like I am not someone who has a lot of chill typically, but something about this year I've become more chill and I don't know how it happened exactly. 
it, I don't know if it was vacation, but it was something around that time that really just made a bit of a pivot for me. And I wonder if it's, well, I think it's like multiple things. Like I was forced to be away from the shop and to trust my staff to do great. And they did do great. Um, I like started to really, I don't think value like time to myself more and like realize like, oh, I can do this. And like my business will still run. My life will still keep going. Like I can take these moments. I also started going to acupuncture this summer. I think that might've helped. I started getting massages this year. I think that helps. Like I am just, and it really struck me recently because my car got broken too. And I was like unhappy about it, but I was so didn't chill. Ruin your day. I was so, I surprised myself how chill I was. And I took a moment. It was like checking in with myself. Like, am I just like, like pushing down these emotions? Like, am I upset and not acknowledging it? And like, no, I wasn't. Like, I was chill. Yeah. Um. So that's, like, been the, uh, I think, probably the biggest noticeable change for me this year is that I've just um, been feeling less high strung, and it's awesome. There's something about that because my answer to this was that I just feel a better sense of confidence yeah. in myself, and not so much in an esteem way, although mm-hmm. that, too, but just in my ability to handle things. Yeah. Like I've lived long enough in life and I've gotten to a point where like I feel good at what I do most of the time. Yeah. So that when I don't feel good, I know that that's not an indication of who I am or a failure, like an indication of failure, which is a really big change for me. I love that. It's a huge change. And I wonder how much of like the political and global climate Mm. factors into this for us because Mm -hmm. to be so stressed out like yeah I am stressed about that yeah but I think I realized after a while that being consistently stressed wasn't going to help anything no and so it was a shape like a shift or a reframe Mm -hmm. of how I was going to deal with that yeah and I wonder if that factors into my regular life too yeah that's a that's yeah I don't know but that's a cool like compare like you know parallel Mm -hmm. to make yeah yeah so yeah I don't know those are like pretty cool changes right pretty cool What's been some of the best fat stuff we've done or that's been happening? Okay. The best fat stuff this year. Um, Lizzo, all like her growth throughout the year has been Mm -hmm. awesome. And that was just a continuation of what was already happening before. But that I think is fantastic. And I also like the conversation that's been happening a lot lately, which is like people are saying, hi, if you love Lizzo, maybe think about how you treat fat people in your life and like make that parallel. And I, I, maybe I'm giving people too much credit, but I do think that might be a helpful tool for some folks. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like popping off of that fat baby on Instagram. Oh yeah, love them. Those Their content so good. Their content is so good. And then your fat friend consistently, consistently. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, your fat friend is a, a writer mm-hmm. who puts out such great content mm-hmm. about what it's like to be a fat person mm-hmm. and how to engage with society. Yeah, they crowdsource really well on Twitter. Like, yeah, it's just she shares articles on Medium and then also just tweets about just a lot of really with it stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Fat Baby also is a. It's like F. Is it one A? Oh, fat so many A's and like point. underscore and then B A A B Y. We've shared some of Fat Baby's memes before on our story. We it's love on it. Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something very recent with fat stuff that's little but just like feels so big. Um, there is this brand called Plus Size Four, and they started doing political and like progressive t-shirts and merch and like statement tees in plus sizes up to 6xl that's like not even a thing like elizabeth warren's campaign for instance they only have shirts up to 3xl like and i mean like you know fat people are political too we have like things that we want to say and i think it's really i'm impressed that someone identified that niche and was like nope i'm gonna fill that need Mm -hmm. uh i think that's it makes some money it makes some money yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i think it's a very clever business yeah that's very good I would say Rad Fat Adventure Camp. Oh, yeah. For sure. That was one of the definitely best fat things that happened this year. Uh-huh. I just feel, and, and maybe it's how I'm engaging with fatness mm-hmm. and what the world looks like. It just feels like the conversation is getting bigger. I agree. Pun intended. I agree. Bigger and larger Ooh, and yeah. more in charge. Mm-hmm. And even though it's like fraught with complications as is everything, everything. there's more of it happening. Yep. I also think more people are calling themselves fat in yeah. a way that feels good for them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, that's cool for me to to witness. Yeah. I'm just excited to see what comes next. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of what comes oh, next, what we should talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to in 2020. Let's set those intentions, dude. Yes. Okay. Kat has already confirmed what we will be doing a season three. Yeah. Which is really exciting. We're really looking forward to that. And just really like honoring that we have done a lot of growing this season. Mm -hmm. We feel like we are in like a constant state of leveling up and we're excited to continue that next year. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the that's the podcast intention. And then how about for us? What are you thinking, Soraya? What are you looking forward to for twenty twenty? Yeah, I have always, okay, so earlier I said, like, my own personal confidence has continued to grow. Yeah. So I think for a long time I didn't let myself ideate because I didn't think there was an opportunity Mm. or a chance of that coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm going to be done with my program, I'm really excited to invest my time into something, something of change, something of progression, Mm -hmm. um, whatever that looks like. I just, the options are limitless and uh, I'm excited to dive into it. Oh, I'm so excited to hear. I'm so excited for you and like excited that I'm sure I'll get to hear about it along the way. Oh yeah. Well, probably you will too. Oh yes. Hopefully. Listeners. Yes. I don't just lie constantly like I usually do. Just (laughs) kidding. I don't do that. Okay. Kat. (laughs) My gosh. (laughs) That's a quick pivot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. What are you, what are the intentions, the truthful Um, intentions? Yeah. I guess there's two that I'll share and one relates to what I mentioned before about just like feeling more chill. Um, I want to keep this energy in, into the year to come. Um, and also I have like, uh, pretty big thoughts and ideas around growth, mm-hmm. um, sp- especially for my business, but just kind of generally for me and my life, my world. Um, and I want to be able to pursue growth while also like being really thoughtful about checking with myself and feeling good, um, and not like a stress ball all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's like really what I'm up to in 2020. It's set. Yeah, it's happening. We're doing it. Thanks for tuning in to the final episode of season two. We want to share our sincerest love and thanks to everyone listening and supporting our podcast. We love and appreciate you. It means the world to us. I can't even really put into words what it means to be heard and build such a beautiful community with you. Of course, one final plug for our season two finale celebration on December 1st at Ladonia from 3 to 6 p.m. We would love, love, love to see you there. And if we don't catch you there and you miss us between now and the next season, come hang out with us on social media. And share Matter of Fat with a friend in the off season and or rate and review our podcast so we can come back even stronger with season three. You can catch us next year for season three of Matter Matter of Fat. Fat.